What do you really know about your own 401k plan? You're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to The Art of Investing. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Claire Burquist. Claire oversees the strategic direction of the service platform, Retirement Plan Services, which helps companies develop a competitive retirement benefits program for employees. Claire joined Schwab in 2004 and was previously responsible for strategy and planning for education and advice in retirement plan services. Welcome to the show, Claire. Thank you. How are doctors doing uh, as a group in terms of saving for their retirement? And uh, what kind of challenges are unique to doctors versus others? Sure. Well, doctors in general are, when we just look at our statistics, are doing very well saving for retirement. The 401k plans that we work with that have physicians in them, about 90% of those doctors are participating in the plan. And if you look at a national average, 76% of all people across the board participate in their 401k plan. So we usually see with professional services like physicians, um, as people's salaries increase, they tend to make smart decisions like saving for retirement in their employer-sponsored plans. I think what that that also doesn't uh, talk about is um, while physicians may be saving well, uh, their staff sometimes isn't saving as well. We see participation rates about 50% um, in doctor's offices. What could I do to encourage my staff to realize the benefits and the wonders of compounding interest? You're absolutely right. You want them to be aware of that they have a plan and that if they start participating in it, they can reap advantages from compounding uh, interest. I think a lot of it is education. It's letting the staff know that the plan is there. It's there for them as well as the physicians. It's helping them make decisions um, about how to invest, where to invest, how much to save. The plans that we work with, we like people to be able to answer the three retirement success questions. How much should I save? Where specifically should I invest those savings? In what investment options in my plan? And how much will I have to live on in monthly retirement income? And we at Schwab give the answers to those questions uh, to all of the plans that we work with. Can we try that? Or will it not work? It, it requires a lot of very personal and specific information. We normally take about 20 minutes to a half an hour to walk through uh, either on the phone or on the web or uh, in person with individuals and ask them all sorts of questions about their financial situation. We call this Schwab Personal Retirement Planning, and again, we offer it through the 401k plans um, that we do uh, full service for. But I think, you know, the bottom line here is everybody should have a financial plan. They should know what they want to be doing, how they want to be doing it, and take the time, effort, and energy and even if it's only 20 to 30 minutes, to get something in place and save for retirement. Seems like a good use of time. <laughs> Claire, when there are certain plans that have automatic enrollment and the employers are ending up making decisions for their employees for their retirement plans, is that okay? Is that something we should be doing? Because if we don't do it, they won't do it for themselves? Yes, you actually bring up an excellent point, which is, uh, much to your question about, well, how can I help my staff save for retirement? One of the things that we're seeing a trend in the industry is employers putting in automatic features. And what we mean by that is automatically enrolling employees in the plan. Um, instead of an employee opting in, they have to opt out of retirement. So you would automatically enroll them in the plan, automatically select a default investment option for them and get them on their way to saving. This is not only great for that employee who needs a little push to 
get that first step. It's going to help with that 50% participation rate at the staff level. But also from a, a business point of view, it's great for patient care. Patients not only have a relationship with their physician, but a lot of times they'll have a relationship with the receptionist, with the nurse, with the nurse practitioner, with an x-ray technician. And, and the continuity, keeping those people uh, employed, having a great benefit is all part of you know, providing patient care. Let's say I have a staff and they come to me and they tell me they want to borrow from their 401k and I try to discourage them from doing that. Can you elaborate on the risks or the benefits of doing that? Sure. There are a lot of plans that offer a loan feature in the retirement plan. In fact, for the um, plans that we work with, about uh, 75% of the plans offer a loan feature. So there will be individuals who will want to borrow um, against their retirement savings. Um, your first reaction was the perfect reaction of a good employer and plan sponsor, which is how can I discourage them? Um, one of the things people don't realize is when you borrow from your retirement is you never get the time back. The time that it took to accumulate what you're now going to end up um, borrowing. And whenever somebody requests a loan, we love employers that take care of their employees by telling them not to do it. We also will counsel them over the phone and give them alternatives. Have you looked at other ways and, and what is it you're trying to achieve? Is it truly a hardship? Is it an emergency in your life that you need the money? Or are you looking to buy you know, a fishing boat? And, and those are the trade-offs you have to make because you will never get that time back that it took to accumulate that money. If you've just joined us, you're listening to The Art of Investing on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and I'm talking today with Claire Berquist, the Director of Strategic Services for Corporate and Retirement Services at Charles Schwab. Claire, what other things can I do to kind of help my employees participate or just increase their savings levels in general? First of all, make sure that you have a plan that benefits not only the physicians, and, and usually in a physician's group, we see a plan that is built to serve the physicians. So it might have um, features like a brokerage account. It might have the ability for a physician to work with an outside advisor on their account. But it's also built with the staff in mind. And, and the staff might have different needs. They might need to be automatically enrolled. They might have to have their savings automatically increased. They may not be working with an outside financial advisor, so they may need something like target date retirement funds. We're seeing an increase in those in the industry. And let me explain a little bit what those are. Were those called Monte Carlo funds at one time? They usually are based on a Monte Carlo type of investment strategy. So that's how they may have gotten that nickname. But basically, it's an age-based retirement fund. So if somebody can know about what year they're going to retire in, let's say 2020 or 2030, all they really have to do is get in that fund, that fund, and start putting their retirement contributions right into that one investment option. That fund is professionally managed. It usually is very well diversified. And the, the real advantage is it's going to rebalance over time for that individual. So as they near retirement, it's going to become more conservative. Right. So it shifts its allocations. It shifts its asset allocation as that person approaches retirement. What's nice about that for a lot of people is it's a simple, quick decision. They can set it and forget it and still feel that they're being taken care of. It's the KISS theory. Keep it simple, stupid. Absolutely. And so Charles Schwab has their own, as do probably everybody out there. Yes, and we're seeing um, an increase in those adopted in retirement plans. So if your retirement plan doesn't have that as an investment option, 
you might want to think about adding that. Right now, our physician plans, about 62% of them, have that as an investment option in their plan. Are physicians out there still offering defined benefit plans, or is that kind of a thing of the past? Defined benefit plans in general are becoming more and more of a thing of the past. And when we look at our physician plans, only about 8% of the clients that we work with have a defined benefit plan in the physician community. They are either being frozen or terminated, and defined contribution plans, 401k plans, if you will, are coming to the forefront. Part of that's a reflection of the mobility in the workforce. You don't stay with one employer in many instances. And just a lot of other factors have contributed to that. So we're not seeing as much of a defined benefit world anymore. In a small medical practice, in terms of picking who should be running my 401k, why would I choose Schwab over just kind of signing up with whoever's doing my payroll? I think it's uh, great that, first of all, you ask that question. Should I do the easy thing and just pick somebody who's, who I already have a relationship with and maybe they're doing the payroll or maybe something else and, and just give it to them? I think you really do want to sit down and say, what's best for the physicians? What's best for the staff? How do we want to design this plan? And I think one of the areas that Schwab really excels in is designing plans for professional services groups, especially doctor groups. There are a lot of things that you can do with respect to retirement plan design that can take into account what most physicians want to do, which is contribute the maximum amount that they possibly can and also take care of their staff at the same time. There are many, many uh, unique plan designs that we've worked with physician groups on over the years to help achieve those goals. And I think in addition to that, it's after plan design, it's helping people get in the plan and helping make those investment choices. So it's either offering target date retirement funds or offering something like Schwab's personal retirement planning service where it is an advice and managed accounts service where I will help, you know, in 20 or 30 minutes, help individuals decide exactly, you know, how much to save, where to put those savings, and how much they'll have to live on, or have brokerage options. You know, 80% of our physician plans do have a brokerage feature so that the physician can work with an outside advisor to make those same decisions. Historically, doctors are terrible investors, and I'm thinking about the doctor that's running his 401k plan and thinks he can invest for his entire company and picks one speculative stock and loses everything. Are there kind of things put in place to prevent doctors from doing that? There are, yes. I am married to a physician. I'm sorry. So there is that sort of stereotype out there. I don't think it's always true. Uh, I think uh, practicing medicine is uh, time-consuming. Running your own practice can be time-consuming. So there are instances where if you want to let the professionals do uh, run other aspects of your life, it's not a bad idea. There are measures in place in a lot of brokerage accounts so that you can set up in your plan only 50% of the assets can be put into brokerage or something like that. So there are stop gaps you as when you design your plan can put in place. And then you also want to make sure that you're picking qualified professionals, both in your service provider and your investment advisors to help you along the way. Claire, why would a physician not take advantage of having a retirement plan? I mean, they don't seem that expensive to set up and uh, they benefit everybody. Yes, I would agree. I would love to see 100% participation among physicians. I think some of the tough things are when you're coming right out of training or school, and I can you know, look back to the years when my husband was in training and obviously not at the peak of his earning years as a physician yet, and I was you know, young as well and, and starting out in a job, and you have to make a decision. Am I paying off my student debt? Am I going to save for retirement? Retirement seems so far away. The student debt is looming in front of us. And 
unfortunately, I can speak from my own experience, you've got to, again, go back to this, what makes you financially fit? What is the best financial plan for you? Maybe those student loans are at such a rate that it makes sense to pay them off slowly over time and at the same time save for retirement. You know, we're we're fortunate because that's the decision we decided to make, pay off the student loans over time start saving for retirement, even though we weren't at the peak earning years of our career. But by the same token, we also didn't have a mortgage. We didn't have children. So we didn't have other financial goals in front of us. And I think that that is why you want to sit down with someone, come up with a financial plan and make decisions about which financial goals are you going after and and how much and when. Well, on that note, I would like to thank our guest, Claire Berquist from Charles Schwab. I'm Dr. Larry Casco, and you've been listening to The Art of Investing on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com, and thank you for listening.